Hello and welcome to this week's podcast from journalism.co.uk. In this week's episode we'll be hearing why journalists at the Hindustan Times are going live on Facebook for every story they report on, as well as getting their invaluable advice on how to improve the live streaming output of our own news organisations. In May 2016, Yusuf Omar, mobile editor at the Hindustan Times, joined the publication in a bid to create the world's biggest mojo newsroom. The Indian news organisation has since come a long way and has been innovative in its use of mobile journalism tools and techniques, having, for example, used Snapchat as a content management system and taught hundreds of its staff to shoot, edit and share video footage using their smartphones. Now the publisher is putting its focus on the value of Facebook Live, seeing it not only as a creative way to better engage with audiences, but also as a platform to get footage back to the office where it can be repackaged and uploaded for further use. It's 9pm right now and we're about to go live with the Chief Minister in Lucknow, which is far, far away from here in Delhi with a group of reporters that are there. And it's our 10th Facebook Live today. And we're doing a lot of it because we're seeing such incredible results. That's Yusuf, who explains to me that the publisher's new strategy is simply to push the red button. That's go live whenever there's a story, regardless of if it's breaking news or more of a feature, for even those stories that don't seem too visually appealing. This is because the publisher is careful to approach every story creatively, ensuring that the broadcasts are designed to engage the audience in the best possible way, putting them in the director's seat, as Yusuf explains. We're seeing huge amounts of engagement around live content, but it's also very much tailored to the type of live video that you do. Just to give you an example, I was recently in uh, Norway, in in, in Bergen, and I did two Facebook Lives where I was talking. One of them, I was on stage, and somebody in the audience had the camera, and they were recording me talking, right? It had very, very few comments. The next Facebook Live that I did, I was on a panel discussion and I'm holding the camera this time. And I said, so if you guys are part of the panel discussion, you guys can ask questions. And it totally flipped it. We suddenly got so many people asking so many questions. So yeah, engagement is higher on Facebook Live, but it's higher when you get the format right. When you stop thinking about it as a television one-way broadcast, but rather the audience being totally in control of that narrative. So as Yusuf mentioned, Your Facebook Live videos have to give the audiences control if you want them to tune in and stay there. But what visual content works on Facebook and what exactly do audiences want? Yusuf explained to us that although there are three main formats you can use to go live, raw, creative footage unique to your publisher is the best way to draw audiences in. The three categories that I broadly define are defined actually by the technology that we use to tell them. So the first type being the Mevo Live. Uh, named after the Mevo camera that Facebook have endorsed that, that shoots a, a 4K wide angle and allows you to, to cut multiple cameras as if you're in a studio. That's the multi-camera live. So that's one type. And that's very television-esque. It's anchors talking to camera, debate, panel discussions, these sorts of things. The second type of Facebook live that we see is what I call the gimbal live. Uh, gimbal being a steady cam or any sort of way to stabilize your camera. And that's going out in the field, walk and talk, voxies, these types of things. The third type of Facebook Live uh, is the OBS Live. Open broadcast system is is the piece of software. And that's the idea of being able to do a live uh, and add value, to be able to add overlay and graphics and text and play videos uh, and to create that sort of very professional, sleek kind of look. But here's the thing. 
we've tried that. We've tried putting straps and all of these uh, very, you know, professional elements. And yet the most successful Facebook lives that we've produced over the last 10 months have all been singular phone, shaky, handheld, out in the field, nothing fancy. They often don't even have a microphone. They've just got a compelling story or the reporter's in a compelling situation. Um, and that really speaks to a YouTube generation that have never been more forgiving of all of the production elements. They don't need it to be that crisp. What they actually want is authenticity. I think in this age of fake news, of uh, not being able to tell what is and isn't real on your timelines, live video offers uh, a really raw, really authentic experience. That's fundamentally what it's about. But anybody can go viral with something big happening, with the guy climbing up Trump Towers, a car chase, a protest. Those are the easy Facebook lives. The difficult ones are the ones where you go viral by virtue of your creativity. And you then dominate timelines on a story that isn't the big breaking news story of the day. But because your Facebook Live was so interesting, you become the talking point. To give you an example, we once had a statistic that 82 flights had landed at Delhi Airport in one hour, making it like a record for Delhi Airport. You know, a really successful amount of flights landing and, and good communication and all that. So what did we do? I took a Facebook Live and I plugged my phone into OBS so that we could show the air traffic. You know, we can monitor where flights are and where they're traveling to and where, where they're flying over your skies. And I said, okay, Delhi had 82 flights land. Tell me which city you're from and I'll show you what flights are taking place over your skies right now. And instantly that drove a crazy amount of engagement. People are saying, oh, show me what Punjab looks like. Show me what London looks like. And then you're forcing an engagement. You're forcing a conversation. That's what Facebook Lives are about. It's about skewing that story to, to put the audience in control of determining where that story is going to go. So after 315 live streams and over 200 members of its staff having participated in Facebook Lives, what has the publisher learned in the last 10 months about what makes a fantastic live stream? Here are Yusuf's top 10 tips for the perfect Facebook Live. The number one is suspense. Can you create an atmosphere where even you as a content creator, as the person going live, doesn't know what's going to happen next? That's the most compelling Facebook Live. It's the reason we watch sports live, because even the broadcaster doesn't know if team A or B is going to win. And it's the same with a Facebook Live. The reporter shouldn't know how that live is going to end and what's going to happen. So you need to work out ways of building suspense into your narrative. Um, again, breaking news, it's very easy. Are these protesters going to get arrested? Is this man going to jump from this building? These are all easy suspense. What's really interesting is when you start to be more creative about it. Uh, I'm, we were once doing a story on uh, sketch artists for the police. You know, the guys that draw the, 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 the images uh, based on people's depictions of, of what they remember the criminal looked like. There was a crazy statistic that just 2% of those led to an arrest, which is ridiculous. It's a really small amount. So what did we do? We brought a sketch artist in. We showed our audience in the corner of the screen an image of a famous Indian wrestler, which was during the Olympics. And we had them describe in the comment section what he looked like. Oh, he's got a funny nose. He's got a bald patch, blah, blah, blah. And then I was dictating that crowdsourced uh, descriptions to the artist who was then drawing it live on Facebook. At that point, you are at the intersection of suspense and engagement. The suspense of, oh my God, is he going to look like what we imagine 
uh, what, we're, what we're describing is, is the artist going to get it right? That's the suspense that keeps people uh, hooked on. And the engagement of forcing that conversation, of forcing people to input information. If they don't say anything, he's not going to draw anything. It's the same thing when during Ramadan. We went to Old Delhi, and I just rocked up there, and I said, hey, I'm in Old Delhi. You tell me where to go. Turn left or right. Eat this or eat that. Audience are in control of the camera. They're playing director. In that way, your Facebook Live starts to come, become like a 360 video because they're orientating which way they look. So number one, suspense. Number two, engagement. Number three, get out of the studio. Every single successful live that we've done, every single Facebook Live that has achieved over half a million views has been out in the field. It's never, ever, ever been in the office, ever. Uh, there is no exception to this rule. If you are talking about a film, be at the supermarket. Talking about cricket, be at a cricket stadium. The fact that you're on mobile, you should act mobile, be mobile. Uh, I think it's plain out lazy to do uh, lives in the studio setting. Uh, and we need to break away from that. That's what television's for, but that's not what we're about. And that speaks to number four, change the format. There's no reason why you need two anchors, head and shoulders, oh, blah, 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 giving a, a report. You can be totally wild with the Facebook Live and the live format. Why not do the whole thing holding your arm out like a selfie? Um, there's so many different ways you can take a live. Why not take your drone footage uh, and patch it through to your lives, which you can do at the moment. Uh, the APIs are open. There's a million different ways to do lives, and we're just beginning to explore all the different formats. Number five, schedule your live. I think you should put out tweets, Facebook posts, uh, hours, uh, if possible, in advance to let people know that you're going live. And when you go live, what do you do? You copy that link and you push it into that scheduled post. So if I put a Facebook post out saying we're going live at five o'clock, when we go live at five o'clock, I'm going to copy that live link and I'm going to paste it in that, in that section. Everyone who's liked that post suddenly gets a notification say, hey, the post that you liked, guess what? They're live. Number six, good internet. I can't emphasize this more. You need good internet. Get a hotspot, get in the Wi-Fi, hotspot somebody else's phone, carry dongles, do whatever you got to do to get good internet. Number seven, introduce the subject often. And the radio guys are really good at this. This is called resetting the stage. Every couple of minutes, reintroduce what you're talking about because don't assume that the person that's watching it 10 minutes in is the same person watching it 30 minutes in or 40 minutes in. It's not. Retention is not high. They come and go really quickly. So there's nothing wrong with repeating yourself on a Facebook Live over and over and over again. Number eight, add text. At the Hindustan Times and, and, and most publishers, about 80% of your audience are not listening to the audio and video. We've known this for a long time. On a Facebook Live, 90% are not listening to the audio. It's insane. So why not finish your live, create an SRT subtitle, put that on your live, and suddenly you've got subtitles on that live cross and you've added value to your live. Number nine, time. If you look at our Facebook analytics, the best times for Facebook traffic, we see a peak at 1 p.m. lunchtime, and 9 p.m., quite late. I'm quite surprised. It's very, very late in the day, 9 p.m. That doesn't matter. The most successful lives we've done have been at the most ridiculous times. The most successful live I've been a part of, uh, which achieved, uh, I find out for you, maybe half a million more views or more views, was at 1 in the morning on a Friday night, Saturday morning. Who on earth do you think are on your social media accounts at 1 in the morning on a Saturday morning, right? Nobody. I was coming back from a nightclub. I saw an enormous queue outside the ATM, uh, and it was demonetization. India had just decommissioned a whole bunch of banknotes. I said, you know what? Let's take this live. 
and we found a dead spot. We found a spot where nobody else is publishing, and suddenly people got a little push to say, hey, guess what? Hindustan Times are live, and we migrated enormous audiences. Hundreds of thousands of people watched that live. It was absurd. Uh, so ignore conventional uh, wisdom about what time is the best time to go live. Go live whenever something cool happens. Number 10, and perhaps the most important, be cautious. Because on television, they still have a buffer of three or four seconds before between going live and uh, the ability to cut it before it makes it on air through their studios. Now that we have mobile phones in Facebook Lives, we're not attached to an SMG truck or an OB van or we're seldomly out, we're, we're very rarely outside of the situation. We're on a phone and we're inside, we're worming our way through scenarios. And in doing so, you get to see really compromising things. An example, once I was in South Africa doing a live xenophobic uprisings were happening uh, where they target foreign nationals and put tires around them and set them on fire. And I went into a hostel, a place where the police and the army had suspected that men that had committed these attacks were living. And we stormed through and the army and the police were ripping these people out of bed, searching them, and I was getting there and taking it live. And there were two things wrong with my live crossing. The first thing was that my bulletproof vest was back to front, so it is embarrassing. And I was caught live doing that. But the greater problem was that I was showing people's faces who hadn't served their day in court, who were innocent until proven guilty, who had literally been ripped out of bed and were being treated like suspects. But I was seeing it for the first time, and so was the audience. What do I do now when I'm in a compromising situation with sexual abuse survivors, with children, with suspects? I film the floor. I do a Facebook Live on the floor, and I narrate what I'm seeing until I can process it with my eyes and separate what's happening and make editorial decisions about what I'm going to show and what I'm not going to show. So there's nothing wrong with having a bad shot with showing uh, the ground or your feet until you can decide what's happening and make those editorial decisions. The most important thing, the most, most important thing about Facebook Live is share. And those shares have to happen during the live. You have to share in every account. You've got to get the entire office to share. The presenter that's on air has to share it live while they're on air. You've got to continually encourage your audience to share. Share, share, share. It's the most important word. And during that live, continually seeding links into the comments section. Hey, we're talking about demonetization and about the Indian economy. Here's a link to a story we did. We're constantly, the whole point is, Facebook has failed miserably at monetization of video. So what can we use them for? Their enormous reach, their ability to get millions of people to watch our Facebook lives and then migrate those audiences off to your website, off to wherever you want them to be. So now we know what makes a great Facebook Live, you're probably eager to get started or improve upon the streams you're already doing. However, Facebook Live video is relatively new on the grand scheme of things and it wouldn't be unusual for journalists to become nervous on camera or feel unable to hold their own as a stream of hundreds of comments come flooding in. The Hindustan Times enables over 40 of its staff to go live on its page at any time, so I asked Yusuf what advice he would give to publishers looking to train and encourage their staff to get started with it. Building confidence in presenters uh, on camera requires solid training and having them do it on their personal accounts numerous times to build confidence. The hardest bit is not having them on camera, but having them be able to continue it for length. Facebook Live is a game of length. It's not like the one-minute videos that you put out on Facebook. I would say that they have to be at least 10 minutes, and there's no limit of how long it should be. I did a Facebook Live the other day that went on for almost over two hours, walking through a garden, looking at what I could eat, what vegetation you could eat. So the hard bit is being able to say, 
not just to be on camera, but to stay there for half an hour or longer and being able to continually churn out content, continually talk. And that's about the ability to bounce off your environment, about teaching guys to look around and be able to talk to what they see, to continually inspire them with new things to say uh, and to throw to people, to constantly be going to voxies, constantly be going to interviews. So it takes the burden off them so that you can go from the selfie camera to the other camera to give them time to recalibrate, uh, to refocus a large, large part of that content of being inspired, of having enough to say, uh, comes from the engagement, comes from looking at that comment section, responding to questions. That's where you're going to find your talking points. That's what's going to keep them going. People think that you need presenters or you need certain talent to be Facebook Live talent. They're in your entire newsroom. There's so many interesting characters. It's just about empowering them and telling them that you can do this. And the social media actually values real, raw, organic experiences. Reality is the new quality. People want real faces that they can relate to. It's about empowering people to make that decision and to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to hit the red button. I'm going to go live. I think this is interesting. We've given some 40 reporters now have got access to the Hindustan Times Facebook account uh, and they can publish whenever they like and they can go live whenever they like. And that scares a lot of legacy organizations. Uh, they, 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 they really are worried about their brand and their reputation when in actuality in 2017 there's no space uh, in the social media landscape for control freaks. Uh, it's quite literally about empowering people, about giving them access. Uh, and I think that's largely why we've been able to do all of this. We haven't been able to do 315 lives uh, in a year without having complete trust. And I think that's the, the, the central word of, uh, if you're going to build a Facebook Live strategy, uh, it's impossible to do it without having absolute trust. And you can only gain trust once you've done good training. And you can find a write-up of Yusuf's tips on journalism.co.uk from this week's Mojo Monday, along with more of our weekly podcasts.